ranked by U.S. News and World Report among the top 10 rehabilitation hospitals in the nation. Shepherd Center specializes in medical treatment, research, and rehabilitation for people with spinal cord injury and brain injury. As a service to our community, we present Shepherd Center Radio with host Melanie Cole. Having an unexpected fall can be a very scary experience, not only for the person who fell, but also for the caregiver or family. Prevention strategies implemented at Shepherd Center have proven successful in reducing fall rates significantly in the rehab setting. My guest today is Gail Green. She's the nursing unit manager of the Acquired Brain Injury Program at Shepherd Center. Welcome to the show, Gail. Tell us what's going on and what is the risk of falls when they're in the rehab setting? Well, our patients are um, at especially high risk, especially given the nature of the types of patients that we have, uh, primarily brain injury patients and spinal cord patients. Um, their risk tends to be related to their either their uh, impaired functional status or their cognitive impairments that lead them to either be confused or impulsive or have poor safety awareness where they just aren't aware that they have some kind of a deficit or some kind of a functional um, impairment that they can't do what they used to be able to do. People tend to think of the rehab setting as lots of physical therapists and occupational therapists all around. So are the patients on their own at some points or are there generally people around and sometimes the falls just happen? Well, that's a good question. Um, generally, um, our staffing ratios are quite good for the nursing department, so there are nursing staff around at any given point, but they're not necessarily, most patients are not attended one-on-one um, throughout their stay. So there are periods of time where they are, you know, they may be alone, um, perhaps in their room or, you know, in the hallway or that sort of thing. So they do have some freedom of movement. Um, and are not being, you know, watched over literally every second. So watching over and privacy, well, I mean, they go to the bathroom, they get up and go change what they're doing. So how is that something that might be a little interactive where maybe they're, they want to go to the bathroom by themselves, but the risk of falling might be greater if they do? Well, one of the things about the culture here at the Shepherd Center is we are very focused on patient safety. And as a result, we have implemented some cultural expectations of our staff where safety, uh, as I mentioned, is the uh, utmost concern. So we even have a little mantra that we have to concern ourselves with safety before privacy. And it's not to say that we're not concerned about patients' privacy. It's simply that we know that if most of our patients are left alone, they may end up on the floor, which may lead to them having further injury and may put them in a worse situation than they're already in. So we've just prioritized that for many of our patients' privacy Uh, just has to come after our concerns about their safety. So in those situations, the staff member would stay with them in the bathroom. Perhaps they would put the hand on the shoulder and turn their back. But what that does is it gives us that physical feedback that that the patient is moving, but it allows us to turn our back so they at least feel like we're not standing there gawking at them, which I can certainly understand would be uncomfortable. 
Gail, give us some more strategies to prevent the falls among these patients. Well, the other the other part of our culture is that we um, we use for the brain injured patients especially we use bed alarms anytime they're in the bed, um, and then we also have seatbelt alarms that we use on many of our patients in when they're in a wheelchair. Although some patients that is not sufficient, and we may need to use restraints either in the bed or the wheelchair. However, one of the things about the culture that we've instilled in the staff is that when we hear an alarm going off, it is danger. That means there's a potential for danger uh, to the patient. And so we end up feeling the need to run towards that alarm and not, you know, in other words, not being casual about our response to that alarm. And um, I see my staff running, and that makes all the difference in getting to that patient quickly. Uh, to ensure that they're not going to fall. The alarm doesn't stop them from falling, but it simply alerts us that the patient is moving in a way that may be unsafe and may lead to a fall. What about assistive devices, wheelchairs, walkers, canes? Do these things really help to prevent the falls, or sometimes can a cane be something they get tangled up in? Well, in fact, part of the reason why some of our patients at Shepherd fall, and this may be true especially in the spinal cord population, you know, they, their bodies aren't working the way they had been working in the past. And so while they're learning new skills, such as using a sliding board to transfer from a wheelchair to the bed or vice versa, or perhaps using a walker, but in the meantime, their legs are very weak, their arms are weak because of the injury that they've had, and they're having to rebuild their strength throughout the therapy. Uh, in the process of learning these new skills and, and rebuilding their strength, sometimes they have a, what we refer to as an assisted fall, where there's somebody with them, but this new skill um, is something that, that they're not proficient at yet, and so they end up having an assisted fall where somebody's with them and helps to safely lower them to the ground. Uh, and that can be one way that people fall. The other way is we have um, stroke patients, and sometimes they can, you know, often they can stand on one strong side because the nature of a stroke is that you'll be weaker or have uh, impaired function on one entire side of your body, but the other side generally is still uh, strong and capable. So we may do a what we call a stand pivot transfer or a squat pivot transfer from, say, the bed to the wheelchair. And sometimes in the course of those where the caregiver is helping to transfer the patient, um, there is a loss of balance, maybe the the patient shifts before the, the uh, caregiver is expecting them to, and there's a loss of balance, and they might both go down. In those cases, again, usually it's, it's easing them on down, but that's as a result of their impairment and uh, occurs during the transfer. What about footwear? Is this something that can impede their balance or help it? What do you recommend patients wear? They generally are recommended to wear um, a good supportive shoe, something that might be rather easy to get on and off. Um, I, I think some popular um, shoes for them to wear are some form of athletic shoe, what I would have called a sneaker growing up, um, I, with the Velcro perhaps to make it easier to get it on and off, but something that has enough support 
that they're not going to, um, that their foot's not going to roll around much, and also that isn't going to fall off their foot while they're moving. So some a slip-in shoe might not be recommended in that in this setting. For caregivers and even at home, Gail, what do you recommend if somebody does fall? Should they help that person up, and how do they do that without throwing out their own back? Well, one of the things we do here at Shepherd is we have quite extensive family and caregiver training, and that extends even to our website. We have a, a link called myshepherdconnection.org, and we encourage our families and caregivers to communicate that we have this link to everyone that they know and anyone they might be cross-training to help them in the home uh, and also to go to that site themselves to review it because we have therapists who have done some really wonderful instructional videos that review safe transfers of all different types from the bed to the chair, from the chair to the bed, from the car to the wheelchair, et cetera, and, and that sort of thing. And we also have other videos at myshepherdconnection.org that review home safety, home modifications, and it goes room by room from house in, in a former patient's house, giving some suggestions on things that they did in his home to help keep him safe and to improve his independence and allow him to be more self-sufficient while, again, at the same time, keeping him safer because he has the proper handholds to support himself with and that sort of thing. So myshepherdconnection.org is a wonderful resource uh, for anybody to use um, that is an enhancement to what we provide for education while the patient and family or caregivers are still here. And that's myshepherdconnection.org. And in just the last few minutes, Gail, it's such great information. Give your best advice to the listeners with loved ones in the rehab setting for prevention of falls and why they should come to Shepherd for their care. Well, I believe that, you know, a rehab environment such as Shepherd is uh, going to focus a lot on training and instructions so that people leave here prepared for the uh, the care that they're going to be providing at home and the challenges that they're going to have. And so we, we feel strongly that that gives them a good foundation uh, for taking on the next challenge after their inpatient stay uh, in our rehab setting. Um, I would say that, you know, if they were to take advantage of the training that they have, be prepared to really embrace it, um, think about who are the extended uh, folks in their community or home or family who can be supplemental help to them because nobody can do um, a 24-7 job by themselves. Uh, and many of our patients do leave still needing pretty constant supervision or assistance, um, if not literally 24-7, very close to that. And so they're going to need support from their families and friends and neighbors. And uh, so the more prepared they are to go home, then the more prepared they will be to help those extended folks learn how to be uh, assistive to them as well. Thank you so much. You're listening to Shepherd Center Radio. For more information, you can go to shepherd.org. 
That's shepherd.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.